welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on work-life balance in 2021. If you're just now joining us, you will have missed four of these episodes so far leading up to today. So I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning. This is a topic that interests you. We're trying to offer practical tips on how to create that work-life balance. And I mentioned it in 2021 because we are in a very different era, a very different age. Work is not the same as it was. And for many of you, you may be working from home or dealing with children at home or perhaps just having a difficult time finding the balance due to the overload of work. And a lot of people are struggling with the stress and and even on the edge of burnout in some cases. So my intention is to give you enough tips and ideas on how to pull yourself out of that situation, but definitely to create some clear boundaries and have a sense of peace and balance in your life all the way around. So moving into part five right now, yesterday we left off talking about boundaries with children. The day before we talked about general boundaries. And uh, I wanted to just share a few other thoughts on this. And then continue moving through the other tips that I have. And I want to point out to you, don't be too hard on yourself, okay? Especially if you're dealing with a lot of changes or you're having children at home or you're having to homeschool those children. And I know I'm speaking to a global audience because so everybody's in a different spot. I'm, I'm, and I'm very aware of that. So that's why I tend to offer a lot of different perspectives because I'm hoping that I'm going to hit somebody in some way that it's going to help them out. And that's my whole goal. So when I mentioned yesterday about children, I I talked about having a special box for them. I talked about the different age groups. We didn't dive too terribly deep, um, but I gave you some ideas and thoughts on that. I want to finish up what I was saying about homeschool, uh, because some of you may be homeschooling. And I um, had done so for four and a half years with my own children and ran uh, two businesses alongside of that. So I I did need to draw those boundaries and create workspace. So what I like to do is um, I would allocate certain points and times during the day that I would be at work and I would have a defined workspace. So they knew that when I was in that space that I was at work and they were not to disturb me. Now, that doesn't mean that they couldn't come to me in an emergency. And that certainly doesn't mean that I was cruel in any way, shape or form if by some chance they interrupted me. Now, my kids were, you know, from, I'd say, uh, kindergarten through sixth grade in terms of their age at the time. Uh, If you have babies or infants, that's a different story, and I get that. But, um, But I was able to create a routine, and that's kind of the key here, is the routine. So the times of the day, the location that I was in, they knew what to expect, and they knew how they were supposed to behave in that framework, So the more consistent that you can be in your time, space, and location 
every single day and day in, day out, same exact routine. And even with their schoolwork, so say, for example, they're allowed to, you know, they, they have to do schoolwork, you know, from nine in the morning until, you know, 10. And then you give them a nice long recess or lunch break from, say, 10 to 12, where they'll get lunch, they can play a game or whatever, okay? And then they go back to a next space. The more they can begin to latch onto that routine and understand what's expected of them and in terms of not only what they need to complete, but also what to expect from you in the time that you have to give them your attention, uh, the easier it gets. Kids are huge, huge advocates of routine. Now, if, you're, if, if you say the word routine and you get pushback from it, it's only because maybe they haven't had a routine up to now. Uh, but it does, in a weird way, provide freedom once they get the hang of it. It's getting the hang of it that's a hard part, not only for you, but for them. Because if you haven't had a routine up to today, um, you, you may have all kinds of pushback as you're trying to establish one. But once you get that in place and they see the benefit, they experience the benefit, not only that, but there's, you know, this. I talk often about circadian rhythm. And, and the circadian rhythm of our body is what helps us to know when we're supposed to be sleeping so that our body knows when to create melatonin. So we go to bed at the same time every night. We get up at the same time. And our body gets on this routine, this system, okay, and it just kind of snaps in place and we don't have as much trouble as we did before. Now, those of you that are struggling with sleep, you may not be able to identify with what I'm saying. But that may just be because you haven't learned to control your stress levels. You have too much cortisol, too much adrenaline that's keeping you awake at night. Or you have an irregular sleep schedule where, you know, your body is confused about when to create melatonin. I mean, there's really a lot of reasons why it may not be working for you. But let's not go too far off on a rabbit trail with this and let's just lock into what we're talking about today and that is taking the initiative the effort and you can make it fun you don't have to make it miserable but to create a routine that works all right so that may mean you need to you know offer maybe some kind of incentives for the kids you know to get them to start moving in the direction of a routine you also may need to be lenient at times as they're learning to build this routine and be lenient with yourself. Don't don't be too hard on yourself if it doesn't work out right away. But my point to this entire discussion today is that that routine for yourself and them is going to help you work more productively. It's going to help them work more productively. And it's going to give them a clear picture of what to expect every day. Now, when kids know what to expect, it helps them to be calmer. They're not so anxious, they're not so wired, they're not so stressed out because they don't know what, okay, what's supposed to happen next? Can I talk to mom? Can I not talk? Can I, can I do this? Can I not? When, you know, and they don't really know how to manage or gauge their day out. And that's up to you to create. All right. So I hope that made some sense to you, but that's probably one of the biggest, biggest tips I can make if you have to manage those spaces with children. Okay. But it is important that they have a workspace and you have a workspace. So when they're doing their homework, it's always the same spot, okay? And when you're doing your work, it's always the same spot. Now, it should not be in front of the television where it's noisy and distractive. There should not be other things going on in the room for yourself or for them. So that may be, again, tricky to figure out. You'll have to maybe be creative with the space that you have. But the more that this can become consistent and predictable, the better results are going to be in the end, all right? So I wanted to cover that today, and then tomorrow we're going to come back and give you a little bit more information. 
This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining. 